Jen Mo, and welcome to Nurse Connect. I am an RN and a board-certified nurse coach. I believe that connecting with others is essential to living a happy and fulfilled life, and that sharing our stories not only helps us heal ourselves, but also helps others by inspiring hope and optimism. I'm so grateful to share stories of these incredible nurses on their journey, and I encourage you to find a way to share yours too. Thanks for listening in. everybody. Welcome back. I'm Jen Mall, and I'm super happy to have Kelly here with me today. Welcome. Hi, I'm so honored to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Well, Kelly and I connected uh, for the first time at a conference a couple months ago. Uh, and it was just uh, such an amazing experience. We were just reminiscing on that. But I'm just so grateful that we've connected in this nurse coaching space. And I finally talked you into coming on. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I just want to put it out there. I was a little nervous about it, but you always put me at ease, Jen. So thank you. It's going to be powerful. Absolutely. I I really do believe that usually when we start talking, what is meant to be will absolutely come forward. So, but why don't we start with you taking us back? How did you become a nurse? What is kind of your journey been? Okay. Yeah. So that's really taken us back. (laughs) I haven't. I have been a nurse for a long time. So um, I I'll actually start in childhood. So I, I knew when I was 12 that I oh, wanted to be a nurse. I love my that. Mom, my mom had a really good friend and she had stopped by the house one day and we were really close with this family and she was in her nurse outfit and, and she was talking about how she could just care for others. And I thought, when I grow up, I'm going to be a nurse. And that's oh. exactly what Oh, that gave me chills. I love it. I just, I thought this is it. And I just always knew that like a servant's heart, like I just always wanted to care for others. Mm -hmm. And so um, I started my nursing career in my young twenties and um, I started actually as an LPN (laughs) and then I went back to school for my RN and then years later got my bachelor's and then keep climbing. Right. I think us nurses in our alphabet of initial Uh (laughs) <laughs> but um, I started on an orthopedic unit and um, and I loved it. I, I liked it. I worked night shift. Um, and so any of the nurses out there that's worked night shift, we all know how it can yes. go. Um, but you honestly sometimes have one of the most like, I guess, personal conversations with your clients mm-hmm. at night because when they're in the hospital, they're not sleepy and they're uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So I honestly enjoyed my nights with them. And mm-hmm. then I went back to school and became an RN. And um, and then I transferred. So I moved closer to home. So I was about an hour away. Mm-hmm. And I worked ICU and PCU. And, um, and again, everything that I've done, I've loved. I mean, I've never really been in a unit that I didn't really like. Um, and I I finally had the opportunity to transfer into our um, amplitude surgery, so day Mm -hmm. surgery, and I loved it. I had Mm -hmm. such great, like, phenomenal nurses I worked with, and so I did that, and then, um, of course, family started, right? Like, I I had my son in 2009, and then I transitioned out of the hospital, and I kept a PRN position up until 2020 Mm -hmm. um, 
at a local college in the health mm. clinic. So I was in charge of running the flu clinic. I would just go in and when one of the nurses full-time needed off, I'd go in and fill in for them. Mm-hmm. And again, I love that position. Like it was nice to talk with the college students and kind of see where they're at and like their dreams and just care for them. And I really loved it. But as like anybody in 2020, the world mm-hmm. changed. Mm-hmm. And my position really was just eliminated. Mm-hmm. Um, the college was shut down for a, obviously a long time. And I just thought, okay, what am I going to do? You know, like, right? Like, what am I going to do? And so the funny thing is I started looking like probably in 2018, I found an email mm-hmm. that I must have sent to um, from the, you know, the nurse co- coach or the nurse coach collective to from Heather and Peter. And I'm like, okay, we're like in 2020 and I'm still yeah. trying to figure things out. So I actually um, got through 2020, but it was a big year for me. So mm-hmm. in that year, on a personal level, we had um, four losses out of our family and it was not mm-hmm. due to COVID, but it was profound, like mm-hmm. in my, and um, two of them helped raise me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was a lot. Yeah. And then, you know, um, and you're dealing with what was going on in the world. So I was kind of, I felt a little lost, not mm-hmm. going to be, you know, there was a part, I was like, okay, what am I going to do here? And then 2020 rolls around and my body started showing me symptoms like, Hey, something's not right. Like something, you know, I started just noticing, um, brown spots on my face to be truthful. Mm. And I thought, Oh, okay. What, what is this? And, and this little cues, right? Like I wasn't sleeping well. Mm-hmm. Um, I was more irritable. And so I went to the dermatologist and he was like, well, um, two things, there's a mole we're going to take off. I don't like it. And two, you're in perimenopause. And I went, what? How, why is my dermatologist telling me I'm in perimenopause? Yeah. Let's like, let's like bring attention to that real quick. And how old were you at that time? 42. Wow. 42. And so I was like, okay. Um, and this is in 20. So at this time, yeah, 2021. And so I was like, okay, what do I do in perimenopause? Like, what do you do? Like what happens? And so I, and then when they, so I guess backing up, I didn't even know really much about perimenopause. I know we should, we've been in the medical field forever. At the end of the day, it really wasn't talked about. No, I feel like in the last year, it's finally getting its voice into the community. Mm -hmm. Um, but it just wasn't spoke about and everybody's symptom is so different yes. and we all experience it so differently. Uh, little did I know was how it was truly going to affect me mm. on a personal level. Um, but before I could handle what was about to come, my results came back from my mole and I had melanoma on my neck. Oh my goodness. And thank God they caught it and it's fine and it didn't spread. Yeah. I was very fortunate, but yeah. it just shows like I was just going in for a routine check and they caught it. Wow. So that was in July of, you know, 2020. And then now I guess now I'm in 2021. And again, all these symptoms are coming up. And so um, in August of 2021, the symptoms had just gotten severe. Like I started mm-hmm. noticing just some anxiety I never had mm-hmm. or experienced. And, um, my heart started having palpitations. 
And it really, I'm not going to get into all of it because it was a lot, but it was a lot. And so it brought awareness to me of like, I had really some difficult times there, those four months, just trying to figure it all out and going to doctors and, and finally coming out on the other side now where I'm at, I was able to seek the help, but I had to fight for the help. Like it wasn't there readily. And so, um, fast forwarding, I stumbled across another email and I was like, what is this nurse coaching? Like, (laughs) I think I just need to figure this out. Like I need something. So I ended up having a phone call, you know, discovery call with Heather. And I just thought, you know what? I just need something from me. Like I need something to feel myself again. Mm -hmm. And, but before I became a coach, I became a client. Because I thought, if I'm going to invest in something, like right. I need to look at this. Yeah. So I became a client and I fell in love with it. And then I was like, okay, I want to be a nurse coach because I want to be the voice for women yeah. that feel lost, feel like they get lost in this chaos of life. And it may not be perimenopause. It may be trauma. It may be something that has affected them in their life or going on currently. And I thought, I just need to be a voice. I need to be an advocate to help them. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, I've been through enough in my life that I'm like, you know what, personally, I can empathize and be there. And professionally, it's like, I've had 30 years underneath my belt in the medical field. And it's like, okay, I can do this. So absolutely. I thought, you know what, I'm going to do it. So that's why I went to school and I fell in love with the art of nurse coaching. And when Mm -hmm. I mean, I fell in love with it. I truly fell in love with it. And it's the mindset, right? Like I wish that they would speak to us in the nursing school about mindset. If we could Mm -hmm. truly get our mind right and wrap it around and like shift it and look at perspectives differently, we can truly change anything in this world. Um, it's just, you know, it's as simple as when you wake up and you're in a bad mood, right. For one reason or another, mm-hmm. and you're like out and about and you see a little baby, like giggling and, and like, you just like, Oh, that makes me like in a better mood. It brings me yeah. joy. Right. Well, it's no different with nurse coaching. Like if we can help others shift that mindset for a more positive outlook and mm-hmm. to have, let them see the joy in this beautiful world that we're given, then we can truly help change lives. Mm-hmm. And so that's where I'm at. I know that was a lot to get there. <laughs> so awesome. And so important. And I think you just, I, I am hearing more and more about pen and perimenopause and maybe that's because I'm also at the beginning of that stages too. So I'm a little more aware of it, but it, it feels like it was never something discussed. So I, I really appreciate that, you know, you're bringing some awareness to it because I'm finding now it's like, well, sure, we know technically what menopause is and we're, we're, we are taught that, you know, it's part of our prereqs and nursing school. So it's like, we know like, okay, you no longer have a menstrual cycle, but nobody really talks about like the five to 10 years before. (laughs) Oh yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's like, well, and you know, in that ranges, right? Like they're like five or 10 years or it could be seven to 12. And you're like, uh, what am I supposed to do with like feeling like I'm an oven half the time and I'm irritable and, yeah. you know, and all the other things that come with it, not just the weight gain. So yeah. probably the one thing that I want to bring awareness to is mental health with it, mm-hmm. because I never struggled with mental health. I never struggled with anxiety, nothing until I went into perimenopause. And the anxiety was real, like it mm-hmm. is real and it can be debilitating. 
Um, and I think it's really important to find your tribe. You have to find your people. Like I was fortunate. I have a great support system in my family, mm -hmm. but I reached out to my close friends and was like, listen, I'm not well right now. Like, I don't know yeah. what's going on. I don't understand this, but I need to figure it out. And so it's important to have a support system. It's important to advocate for yourself, to mm -hmm. talk to your doctors, to say, what is this? And look at the options because everybody, all of us have different options. Yes. And just because one thing is right for someone else may not be the path for somebody else. So just always, I guess my biggest thing is to know what's right for yourself, mm -hmm. you know, what can help you. Um, and so I found it. And one of the things that I found before I even knew about nurse coaching was meditation. Yeah. And so, and I pray I'm very spiritual. So I would always pray, but I would use my prayer and my meditation. And so I, um, during 2020, I had Peloton. And so, um, I don't want to mess his name up, but I think it's Ross Rayburn. He was my favorite <laughs> meditation awesome. guy. So I just love him. <laughs> A little shout out to him. He was great. So I remember like, waking up, just waking up with like a drum on my chest. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to get through this. And so I would get up, I'd start meditation and I could just hear like the softness of his voice. And mm -hmm. I would just allow my emotions to be. So, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes I would cry. Sometimes, you know, you might giggle, whatever, how, whatever that feeling is, I allowed it. Like I accepted it. Yeah. And I think that's like really important to share with other people is to allow your emotions and because emotions will help you heal. Yeah. And so through it all, what I didn't realize at the time, and then I realize it now, I wasn't just handling the change in my body. I was handling this grief that was just so enormous to me. And so when you're handling, you know, I think we can all tick along, right? Like we're all used to the same routine. We're ticking, we're working hard. We've got our schedules and we push, especially as women, yeah. we push and we push and we push. We have, we are so many hats. How many hats do we wear? And we forget to take care of ourselves. Oh yeah. Right. And There's so no time for that. <laughs> right. Right. And so during that time, I was like pushing and, you know, here I had become a full time teacher, like many of us mm -hmm. in the world, caring for my kiddos, trying to figure out this navigating COVID and all that. And I just kept ignoring the signs. Yeah. My body was trying to tell me. And then you get this grief on top of it. It was the perfect storm. Yeah. And it took me a while to get out of it. Um, but the way I was able to was not one thing. It was several little yes. things. And one of the big things was instead of going to counseling or a therapist, by the grace of God, I found nurse coaching. And when I became a client, I was able to really recognize oh. the grief that I was suffering and that I thought, whoa, wait a minute. I need to handle what's internal, what's mm -hmm. going on within and when you handle, and that's what we talk about, right? It's about getting to the root cause. Yeah. And that's what I talk to my clients all about. We have to get to that root mm -hmm. because if you don't get to the root, you can just put all the band-aids you want all around yes. it and it's never going to fix it. Right. And so I needed to heal from the loss, the losses. I needed to heal from them. And I needed to accept that my body mm -hmm. was on a change. And you either accept it or you can fight it, but it's much better to accept it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think instinctively we do all try to fight it for a while. 
until you get to a point where you're like, I can't do this anymore. I don't want to feel like this. It's not worth it. And Mm -hmm. then you, when you can finally face the grief, the anger, the frustration, the resentment, whatever it is that that root cause is that the incident or multiple incidents. um, But once you can do that, like you said, you can heal and it doesn't mean it goes away or you pretend like it never happened, but you can at least figure out what's your new normal. How can you move forward? How can you live, you know, improve your life, not having all these symptoms and yeah, it's tough, but it's so worth it. It is. It is. And it's just part of our journey, right? Like we each have our own journey. And for me, you know, it's been part of my journey. It's been, you know, it's been a learning curve. It's humbled me greatly. Mm. Not that I wasn't humbled before, but I had to ask for help when I, would have never asked for help from certain family members, right? Like, let's just put that out there. Like my pride was out there and I had to humble myself to say, I'm uncomfortable today. Can you come in, you know, whatever, help me drive into town or whatever. Cause my anxiety actually started with thriving. Mm. It wasn't like, yeah, it started. I had a, I had my very first panic attack in August of 2021 Mm. driving. And so I, it was driving. Driving was where my anxiety was induced. And so I had to really rely on my family, my husband. Mm -hmm. I called my sister who lived an hour away to help me get through it. Friends. Um, And so needless to say, I, you know, I'm a thousand percent better. I've come over all that, but it's just the process of getting on the other side. So I think that when I went into perimenopause, all I could really find about it was weight gain, irritability, and hot flashes. Yeah. I couldn't really find much about it. Now, you know, you are hearing about the anxiety. You're hearing people, you know, suffer from depression, hair loss. I, mm-hmm. I didn't know that was part of it, you know, and there's so much more. And it's just like, if we can band together as women and really, really put it out there and advocate for each other and like say, hey, listen, I went through a rough time with it, but mm-hmm. I'm on the other side and you can get on the other side. You just have to figure out what works for you. Yeah. Yeah. And that is the tricky thing, right? Because it's like everybody's symptoms can be very different. Um, I love that you brought up meditation and sharing and also your prayer practice. And I think I can't remember if I said this to you at the conference, but I heard Mm -hmm. this one time and it's resonated with me. Um, Prayer is when you're talking to God, sharing Mm -hmm. what you need, your fears, your your whatever. Yeah. Usually it's when you're having a conversation Um, and meditation is when you receive, when you receive the message you need, the guidance, the support, mm-hmm. the reassurance. And I, that just really stuck with me because it's just beautiful how you, you can pay, um, pair those practices together and they really uh, like, like what's the word, like support each other. Uh, yeah. They mirror each other together. They just, yeah. they really do. oh, I love that. No, I don't think you, I don't, I don't oh. remember hearing that, but I love yeah. that. I'm, I'm going to remember that. Yeah. Um, Like, and I do say this a hundred percent and this is, you know, these words are pretty powerful because it's the truth and it's how Mm -hmm. I feel. Mm -hmm. But, uh, I was sharing with my husband, I, I can see where people get truly lost, Mm -hmm. um, if they don't have a moral compass and, Mm -hmm. you know, for me, mine is my faith. And Mm -hmm. so when I went through these dark times, I personally heard God, like, I got you, Kelly, like, get you through this like this is a tough time but I, I've got you and I knew that I would come out on the other side stronger yeah. only 
through him. And yeah. so sitting here today, I wouldn't be a holistic nurse coach if it wasn't for my faith. Mm-hmm. It wasn't for taking that leap of faith of like, I know you have this, this purpose for me, a different yeah. purpose than when I started nursing. And if I can help one client that I've done my job, right? Yeah. I've done what I meant to do. Mm. That's beautiful. Mm, I feel. <laughs> oh, exciting. I'm, I've just, I've loved hearing you reflect on your journey. And I think it's so important that we share our stories, especially the hard times, because I think it's really easy to look at somebody and be like, oh man, they got it all together. Right. <laughs> I'm actually like, oh, wait a second. Me too. I struggle with those things too. And it's normal for us to have hard times and we're not perfect. And, you know, there, there is hope and we know, but talking about it, I think really helps us to connect with each other and maybe this will work for me. Let me try this or try that. And so I appreciate you being so open about your journey. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Anything to help others. And, and so, you know, when you graduate from nurse coaching, like they always say, what's going to be your niche? Like, what are you going to do? And I don't really think it, I mean, I don't know, maybe some people really know what they're going to do right away. And, you know, for me, I just thought, well, I thought about it back and forth and I thought, yes, I want to help women in perimenopause, but I really just want women to know that whatever life throws us, I feel like in our forties, we're thrown a lot. So, you know, that you can get through it. You just, I just help them get to the best version of themselves through the chaos, right? Because each of us have our own chaos, Yes, you know, especially at this middle age, like we have parents aging, grandparents passing, kids going to college or my case, I started late. So I have an element of grade school, middle school, you know, so you, we have all these different things going on that it's like, if I can really help women of my age Mm -hmm. to feel they're like just themselves again, then, um, I, I, you know, that's, that's who I want to work with. Like, I just want to help them to find their joy again. Yeah. Beautiful. So are you doing coaching full-time now? Yes. I'm full-time. I, I, you know, I mean, the hours are probably not full-time, but I'm full-time. Like I'm putting. Amazing. And I bet that's just such a, it's so nice to have that, that flexibility of being able to, you know, make your own hours and work with the people that you want to work with, especially, especially when you've got kiddos that that it's a lot to deal with. Like you said, you're kind of split between the aging parents and young kiddos and trying to make all of that work. You are, <laughs> challenging. you are, you are. And so, you know, I'm just really trying to put myself out there and, you know, I've been involved more in the community. So, um, back in the summertime, they have these community walks on mm. Fridays. And so mm. I thought, you know what, I'm just going to be part of that. Like I never really went into the attention, like I'm going to get clients. I just right. wanted to be immersed in my, in my community. Yeah. And so that has been helpful into growing my business because mm. the more you get out there and the more you speak about it and, and you're showing up for yourself, people can see. Yes what it is and and they see you because we represent what we do because it's yeah, us right absolutely <laughs> and, 
<laughs> so, um, but yes, I'm trying to be full-time. I mean, technically, you know, I have a handful of clients, but um, I did write a proposal for a small business. I, well, actually two businesses. And so um, the one I haven't heard back from, the other one is intrigued. And so um, it is exciting. It is, but it's one of those things that you just, just keep doing, right? Like yeah. you just keep putting yourself out there. Uh, like I'm going to do this uh, holiday sip and shop here coming up this week. And so um, that's, again, putting myself in my community, letting mm -hmm. them know that I'm a resource right yeah. here locally, because I come from a very small area. I mean, I live in a very rural area. We have three stoplights. Um, <laughs> and where are you located again? I'm in Ohio, but I'm out in the farmland. So yeah. like, you know, I'm probably sandwiched between Columbus, Ohio and Cleveland, and, oh. but but the town I was raised in has one stoplight. The town I live in has three stoplights. I love it. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, just being able to bring nurse coaching to our community, yes. that's huge because you don't Incredible. have to drive an hour to Columbus or an hour and a half to Cleveland. Yeah. Or, you know. And also I, I do work with clients online and that has been very helpful and mm -hmm. for them. Even local, like some local clients I have worked online, if they're just having a day that they yeah. don't want to come in, that's fine. Oh, so, awesome. And I think it's just, it's so beautiful. Um, the more and more I connect with other nurse coaches, just to see the impact that we're starting to have in our local communities, as well as our distant virtual communities. Um, it's pretty incredible the impact that that we are starting to see with our, our budding specialty. It is. It is. It's exciting, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it really <laughs> is. So you've got you know, potentially, you know, you've got this event coming up, potentially be working with some small businesses. And now would you be coaching their employees like as an added benefit to like input, like EAP services? Like what would that look like for you, you think? Okay. So the one um, is coaching their employees over just communication, time okay. organization. Oh. Um, also self-care for them. So the owner just recognizes that he, it's a small business that mm -hmm. uh, his staff does, they don't really take a lot of time mm -hmm. for themselves. So mm -hmm. it's really about just working with their self-care yeah. and, um, and how, you know, it, because they are in a wellness um, business. So okay. So it's funny. It's like no different than what I was just saying about a mom, like, right. We provide for others, but yes. it's actually provide for you because if that well is dry you can't mm -hmm. get and we see that same theme with nurses <laughs> we do all the time um so that's one situation I mean I wrote the proposal a couple weeks ago so nothing has come about it yet but at least I'm putting myself out there yes. for it and yes. then and we had several conversations before the proposal was written so I do think yeah. that's important to say it's like I, I feel yeah. like you are going to have several conversations before something's written and yeah. then the second one is going to happen. It's in January and I'm going to work with a potentially, I know, um, five, five um, staff members from a um, service or oh, I'm trying to think here, just the small business. They're going through a big transition. Okay. So I will coach them through a transition. Um, so I'm excited about that, um, mm -hmm. just to help them because, you know, transitions are scary and there's mm -hmm. a lot of fear and change when change is hard. So that's going to be, um, that is, I do know that is going to happen. So that's a good thing. 
Amazing. And how awesome is it that an employer is, is willing to support their staff that way? And I, I think it's incredible because it's like when you be, when you feel cared for as a human, that your employer, like that they, they want to support you, whether it's a change or just for life and taking care of yourself, then you're more likely to want to stay with them. You're more, you know, you're more likely to want to invest your time and your energy into, into that employer. And so yeah, it's, it's some of the work where... I'm doing for the hospital. It's like, we, we care for you as humans, you know, like yeah. I, I want you to be happy and healthy and take care of yourself because then when you do that, you're going to be a more fulfilled human and a safer nurse and you're going to be feel more connected here and then eventually we'll see that trickle down to safer patient outcomes happier patients happier staff so I mean there is absolutely this ripple effect absolutely I agree 110 percent with you and this employer I mean she's amazing and I think her girls see that I mean what she's been offering yeah. for them is just really Aww. awesome so I really feel just honestly honored that she had asked me to work with Beautiful. the staff. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see a great transition for them. Yeah. Very but cool. It's a ripple. It is. Sorry. It is a ripple effect. I mean, it really is. And the more mm -hmm. that us nurses, nurse coaches can get out there and mm -hmm. just show like what nurse coaching is, you know, yeah. it, it really is a beautiful gift. Oh, I love it. Oh, Kelly, it's been so good chatting with you. I'm wondering, um, the last couple minutes as we're wrapping up, do you have any final thoughts, any, um, anything that's coming up that you want to share with the community today? Ooh, you know, I think more than anything, I would like to share to always be authentic to yourself, mm -hmm. like always stay true to who you are. And when you know that something feels off, follow your mm -hmm. spirit. Like just mm -hmm. follow it, whatever situation it is, whatever comes up, um, we are our advocates. We, yes. we, we know ourselves the best. And yeah. so just stay true to who you are and don't ignore that little whisper. Yes. Oh, so true. So true. Well, thank you again, Kelly. It has been lovely chatting with you today. I'm so excited for all you have coming up and uh, where can people find you? They can find me um, the holisticnursecoach.org. Um, and so that's my website that will be up and running. <laughs> but I'm on, I'm on social media as well. So Instagram, Kelly the Nurse Coach, or Facebook, the Holistic Nurse Coach. Beautiful. Awesome. Well, thank you again. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it, Jen. It's always Absolutely. just good to see you and connect with you. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.